0: Hello, welcome. Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the Dungeon yet again, where I'll be taking you through a beautiful audio tour of Prague, the capital city of the Czech Republic, a city bisected by the Voltava River. Nicknamed the City of a Hundred Spires, it is known for its old town square, the heart of its historic core, with colorful Baroque buildings, Gothic churches, and the medieval astronomical clock, which gives an animated hourly show. Completed in 1402, pedestrian Charles Bridge is lined with statues of Catholic saints. Uh, hey, Domestic Don, Josh Landers, in the dungeon yet again. Sorry, I had to stop, uh, start off a little softer than usual there. My daughter is home from school, I am upstairs in the upstairs dungeon, um where Weed Whackers are consistently playing their orchestra since 7 o'clock this morning, just uh, mowing down this field that we live across from. Uh, and it hasn't been short of anything annoying. Uh, not that my daughter being home is annoying, but it's a little, it's, it's a little uh, um, encapsulating. Uh, it's a little more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, binding, I guess, to a certain lack of... Certain, it's, it's like misery. It's like misery when the character, I forget his name, but uh, uh, James Caan in the movie, when Cassie Bates, her lovely fat ass, when she just, you know, she kind of, uh, when she, she gets a sledgehammer and she just, she breaks his ankles so he can't leave the bed. That's what it feels like when you have a child who's sick at home. And my daughter is an easy, easygoing 10 uh, uh, year old. You know, she's, it's, it's simple. She read a lot this morning. I let her listen to a stories podcast on my phone. Uh, she did a little bit of a book on 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 the library com- on the computer here through the library and now she 's watching some episodes you know she she's getting a movie. she she watched uh, how to, is it cake or some shit some show on on Netflix where there's a bunch of contestants and it seems like half of them are are uh, have purple hair or green hair and, and you know just it, it seems like they're trying to encompass on every tv show every race every ethnicity every culture uh uh every uh sex and gender possibly but they're just they're making cakes that look like phones and 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 asparagus and shit and then the whole show is whether it's a cake is it a real cake or not i understand why 10 year olds like it if there's like a 30 year old watching this can we please just stab them in the throat with some sort of cake utensil whatever's being made with fondant or what did I hear over here while I was making lunch today? Uh, 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 edible cellophane or some shit. Whatever. If you're watching that and you're a certain age, it's not. It's 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 over for you. It's. I don't know why these shows are made, but like I said, I had to start a little soft, little. I couldn't go as 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 uh, verbose, as aggressive as I might usually start off a show. Uh, but I have a I have a, I have a lock on the door. You know, it, it'll it'll protect me from, from my daughter coming in too quickly when I'm in the middle of the word twat or cunt or something like that, uh, whatever it might be, whatever I'm talking about, you know, my balls or, you know, my bad teeth, whatever's going to happen. I don't know. Um, but this is the Prague episode. We finally made it, I think. So let's get into there. Let's get into let's get into that gem of a city, which what was in this trip after what four weeks of of, of re- recording uh, since we've been back over the last month, it was my favorite city. Looking back, it still it still is. It hasn't changed. Uh, I knew I was gonna like Munich. I talked about that to my five listeners last week. I knew I was gonna like Munich, but I didn't have the the, the, the core e- experience that I wanted because of my sickness uh, and unfortunately my daughter. I think it's still swirling. It's this European white fucking tr- Anglo Anglo Saxon uh who else was around there uh who anglo anglo's right who else fought in the fucking uh christian wars you know who was in the dark period the dark ages who was through who went through the renaissance all these shakespearean men and women couldn't do anything you know they they were they were birthing uh children with worse teeth than mine uh they were uh milkmaids or uh not milkmaids is that what they're called when they titty uh, fed the uh milkmaids is that was called or is that the milkman no, milkmaids, right? Milk baronesses? Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, wet nurse. Whatever they might be back then. Um, I guess Anglos. A bunch of fucking Anglos. So it attached this this virus to us, and I think it's still swirl- it still swirled. It got me twice. It got my wife once, and now it has my daughter twice. I don't know if it's the same thing, but still. She's home. Here we are. I'm recording this. I'm trying to get do it every single week now, obviously, but now we're in Prague So we left Strasbourg, like I mentioned. We went to Munich, like I mentioned, and I caught the bug from Strasbourg to Munich, and I started getting better at the end of of the Munich trip. I went to Dachau. That really lifted my spirits, Uh, you know, just to go to where thousands upon thousands of people were were murdered and tortured for the better part of, what, seven years? It was the first concentration camp, like I think I mentioned. Uh, Took my son there. Uh, A little eye-opening, I guess, but it's the same shit. I've been to the uh, uh, Museum of Tolerance in... uh, 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 LA wherever that horrible museum or good museum uh, the horrible experience whatever you know I've been there you know I knew I've heard about the holocaust my whole life obviously uh, it affected my dad pretty heavily i remember when it, the the garage that we had when I was a child called The Pub where a bunch of my loser friends would come over and drink. And I don't know why my parents let me do this with The Pub. I don't even know if I talked about it on, on a podcast over the last couple of years. I'm sure I have. But when I lived in the sticks of fucking San Diego County in Ramona, the cow shit town where there's nothing, and I, I still, if I'm going to say, oh, Josh, you can't blame anybody in the future for who you are, who you became. Yeah, you can. But I blame the existence of growing up in a town when there was absolutely nothing to do. Yeah, did we escape to the beach? i did i did quite a bit i had a brother who was four years older than me or is four so he's able to drive me at a very early age 13 14 12 13 years old to go to the beach without my parents having to go through the half i don't remember going to the beach with my parents when i was a kid i remember maybe going to the bay when there was like some jewish uh, fucking get-together or some shit that i was dragged to you know my grandma slapping my bare ass when i was eight years seven years old i still remember that you know um for whatever reason I was probably being a dick. My, 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 my Jewish grandma deserved to slap me in the ass. I don't know if my Swedish grandma ever did slap me on the ass. She probably didn't. She probably didn't care. She by, maybe would have f- fucking poured a, a bottle of wine or a hot uh, pot of coffee on my head or burned me out with a, with some European, Swedish, Scandinavian cigarette. Sure. But I deserved it. Um but my parents, they, they allowed us to have the pub in the garage, which was nice because I think they didn't want us to sort of be drinking uh, uh, elsewhere or driving these dirt country roads, which we all did anyways. But, you know, with the, the, So we, what we did, we just made it into like a drinking zone. We got like old shitty couches from somewhere. Maybe there were hand-me-downs. Maybe there were the couches that my uh, parents discarded. I can't remember where we got the couches, but we kind of put them in the garage, and we, had a, we had, I had a bunch of shitty bands that I played with. Uh, my drum set in there, a couple of amps, my brother had his bass guitar, and My, uh, uh, I think uh, our other friend, Runkle, he, he 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 kept his guitars there, you know, so we, it was just kind of a place to socialize, a place to play, a place to practice our music, um, but we just turned it into this so- shitty place, uh, and the garage growing up, it was never like a garage that you see in the burbs, right, and my garage is kind of in the same regard, and I think I have a thing for garages, like I mentioned before, I think in episode 74, I have no fucking idea, <laughs> But the garage is a place for men. It just is. There is no place for women in a garage. Um, it is our sanctuary. We need it. Even if you're not like a macho Josh like me, even if you're not a macho man, you uh, know, you're not one of those fucking guys. Or even if you're not a car guy, even if you don't even know what a, like a tool belt, how it fits, if you don't have any tools in the garage that has a place uh, to put them, if they're, if they're just haphazardly in like some sort of Lego bin or something like that. Uh, or some uh, uh, plastic uh, fucking whole container of some kind uh, that was bought at Costco, like stuck with a bunch of fucking uh, beef jerky, whatever it might be. Right? You don't have to be a manly man to really appreciate a good garage. Uh, and the garage in my childhood home was just filled with shit. It was, it was just a place to like not hoard. I don't think you know, my parents aren't hoarders, but I think it was just where things, the, the discarded items of a household go. And it seems like that's what, I'm not saying, I'm not going to blame women, but maybe I will. I think that's what women think garages are. It's just places, it's just a place to put shit. I think most men, maybe they'll agree with me, we don't want shit put in there. We want our shit in a certain place. I wouldn't mind having the things that we don't, uh, I guess, seasonal items. You could put surfboards in the corner, bodyboards. You could put snow equipment in another corner, fishing poles. You could put a ping pong table in there. I have my garage that we barely fucking use. It's folded up. It should have its place, but it doesn't. Christmas trees, holiday decorations, Halloween bins. It all has a place in a garage. There's shelving you can buy right? You could, you have four corners. It's a room like any other room. So we can put things in an orderly fashion. But in this regard, in my garage, there is no orderly fashion. If shit wants to get thrown out from the bedroom or a bathroom or some closet, where does it inevitably end up? It ends up in the garage and not in a specific box or a bin that I might lay out or a shelf that I might've cleared off 47 times in my life. No, it just ends up in the middle of the fucking garage or just tossed in a corner somewhere. So that was kind of what my garage growing up seemed like was sort of the uh, like, a, like a mess. Like It was just shit all over the place. You know, books on shelves. My dad collected books, so maybe he was kind of a book hoarder to a certain degree. He would go to like library book sales and just bring home a bunch of books, and they would just end up on the shelves. I don't know if he read all of them, but I just remember looking up and seeing a lot of Hitler books, a lot of World War II books, a lot of Holocaust books. So that's why I'm talking about that from earlier. It obviously had an effect on his life, and it had an effect on, obviously, my life. How did I fucking get here? I have no idea. But that was the garage. And then we just turned it into a drinking zone. Like I said, all my dipshit friends in high school would, would just come over and just bring beer or a burrito or a fucking uh, Submarina sandwich or something, the, 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 the quote-unquote best sandwich shop that we had in fucking Bohunk, Sandy, Eastern San Diego County town. Yeah, I lived on a dirt road. We had horses that went by. I lived across from a sheep farm. Yeah, that's, that's who I was. That's my essence. But again, I had this pub. And then what my brother and I, or mostly me, th- thought it was a good idea, like whatever six-pack we bought, like Lowenbrau or Meisterbrau or some fucking brow, Steinlager, whatever beers, would, shit beers we would get, I would just rip up the six-packs or, you know, the 12-packs, the and I would just staple them onto the ceiling or kind of have that. We had a lot of uh, 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 what, what was it? Pete's Wicked Ale, a lot of Pete's Wicked Ale six-packs that I would just kind of put uh, around. My brother smoked camel cigarettes back then, so he, he would get a bunch of camel buns somehow. I don't remember how he got so many camel bucks. Maybe he stole them. I really don't remember. But he would get camel bucks, and he would buy shit with those camel bucks, I believe. I don't remember exactly what, but I remember there was a Joe Camel Clock in there. We had some band pictures, like Mr. T Experience and the Queers and other bands that we like, We followed back then. We would have posters of them on the wall. So we kind of made it our own little version of a club. Was there any pussy there? Was there any other any girls that actually visited? No, not ones that we actually wanted. No, there was none. We would get none of the hot chicks, the seemingly hot chicks, you know, whether they the cheerleaders or the uh, the uh, the uh, what was the other one? The dance club? What's the other fucking dance club? I can't remember. Drill team? I think it was called. No, we get none of those. It was like a fucking. It was like a gay Turkish bathhouse in my garage with Hitler books. Isn't that that's wild. So if you're wondering like how who I became, how I became this way, this is why this is how, I, this, is how I, this is why I am who I am. All right, let's get to Prague, though. So I got the sickness, right? Uh, but I'm getting better. We left Munich. It was a little bit... Uh, 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 I was feeling much better. My head was clearing. You know, the, the, the shivers were... The, 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 the shivers were gone. You know, I didn't, ha- I didn't have that extreme malaise that I had for a couple of days going into Munich and through Munich. But I'm, unfortunately, woke up the next morning and my daughter had it. She woke up. I'm like, ah, fuck. She's warm. She looks a little uh, uh, teary-eyed, wet-eyed. You know, she's sluggish more way more sluggish than she usually is usually vibrant and springy and i'm like oh god here we go i knew it was gonna happen i knew the cold was gonna latch itself onto someone else i was just hoping it wouldn't be the youngest of the of the group you know it didn't latch onto my son it didn't get to my wife until later which is great and then now i'm healing and then now my daughter had so i felt bad of course my lovely little daughter you know nine years old at that moment i was just sick i'm like ah she's not gonna enjoy fucking prog but luckily we had about a six or six hour, I believe, train ride. And when we get to the Hofbahnhof, the main train station, my daughter just passes out. And there's no fucking chairs. And I I I commended so many times so far and I will still continue to commend. Uh, the, the travel of Europe, right? The train stations, how they have a, just a, a, a vast array of food available and good food at a, at, a, at a decent price. They have beer you can drink there in the train stations in multiple places. You could probably pop one open just sitting on the fucking uh, tarmac, train track, whatever you want to do, and you could probably just sip on one. I don't think they would care. I didn't try it. I didn't want to get arrested and, and, and thrown into some fucking uh, Hitler-esque jail. But, you know, I'm sure I could have. Or maybe the police would, uh, 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 the fucking Gestapo, maybe they would just go, put it away. You know, maybe that would just happen, Jew. Put it away, Jew. You're ruining your life. Or maybe they will just let me ruin my liver. Maybe they'd see this fucking half-Jewish, ugly, fucking uh, shark-finned-nosed, fucking red-faced, yellow-eyed prick. Uh, just sitting there in his fucking gay North Face ho- jacket. Now, who did I did have no, his Carhartt jacket, still gay. Are they going to be woke next? That's the next one that's going to be woke. I just saw a video today that North Face is now having a, a, another yet another uh, transgender uh, person as their spokesperson. North Face. I don't again don't care about the trans thing, but what is happening? What if we just start putting like naked dicks? Do not we just have like dicks? Spo- but what we just have naked people be spokespeople? What would happen then? I don't know. I think that would be better right I, I, I don't i don't know what the message would be but i don't know what the message is now so we have all these I mean, of course this is this is the twitter world this is the world on social media i don't know how true it is but i've i've saw seen a couple of videos over the last couple of days of people going into Target, and I guess they're wearing, they're they're starting to sell like pride uh, shirts to uh, like toddler sections or uh, you know four year old five year old sections are those still toddlers? I don't fucking know what the parameters are. Uh, but little kids sections like you know five and under, then they have tuck uh, uh, wardrobe now where you, the boy little boys can tuck their dick, I guess in. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to look that up. So I guess they're where they're they're selling swimsuits and bathing suits with a tuck envelope tuck uh, fucking pouch. Whatever, I wouldn't mind. A, I would put my dick in a pouch, in a dick pouch. You know, I don't like to have it flopping and flinging when I'm going swimming, or it wouldn't it would be nice. So I don't know. I guess the tuck thing is for boys who don't think they're boys, but they think they might be girls when they're three years old. So their parents buy them a fucking bikini with a dick tuck pouch. So that seems a little bit wrong. But I was in my Carhartt jacket, still haven't gone woke. They're next. You know, it's going to go all from the left to the right now. You know, Carhartt is probably seen as more of a yeah, tough man kind of uh, having a, 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 a tin of skull in your back pocket. Is Levi's, is that still Wrangler? No, probably Wrangler next. I mean, Levi's is probably still wildly, I'm sure that's pretty wildly opening, openly trans and gay uh, um, friendly. But I don't know about Carhartt, not yet. I don't know about Wrangler. They're next. It's coming. They're all coming, right? It's all going to be one big George Orwellian sort of utopia for, uh, for nobody. Um Dystopia, I guess, anyways, so uh, Gestapo didn't get me, but again, like I said, I commended the train station. What I don't commend them on there's no fucking seats. there's no chairs anywhere. I couldn't find a chair to save my life in any of these train stations. So now that our daughter's sick and she's just like I said sluggishly kind of being pulled along by us, you know she's too big to carry now. I'm not gonna fucking rent a wheelchair or some shit or get a stroller. so we she just has, she has to slug her way through it. Right, she's got to be macho Willa, right? So I'm macho Josh. I got to impart my macho ness, uh, my, my cheese cheesmo to my daughter, and she she got through it. But we made it to the train station. Still had another hour, hour and a half to kill. She passes out. My my, we all have to sit on the cold concrete floor of this uh, train station. Uh, so she's just kind of resting against my my wife. I put my jacket down so she could sit on something that is not cold. Uh, And she just kind of passes out in the train station. So my my son and I go and kind of collect food for everybody. Uh, I get a smoothie for myself or my wife. I can't remember. You know, we're trying to get stuff for my daughter, what she's going to eat later. Same fucking uh, uh, ham and cheese sandwich. You know, I'm getting a bunch of shit. So I just get that for the train ride. A big fucking pretzel, you know, because I'm still in Germany. I'm getting a big soft pretzel. It's like cream cheese and chives, almost like a pretzel sandwich uh, that I get. So, again, we're in the train station. I go, of course, to a liquor store right in the train station, get some beer for the ride i am like, all right i'm feeling better hopefully my daughter will just sleep on the train uh she's got sick before obviously and she just rebounds it's a it's the beauty of kids they rebound very very quickly so anyways get on the train fairly smooth we don't have seats like in terms of reserved seats we haven't had reserved seats since we went from london to belgium to uh or no london to uh paris excuse me so and we had to we figured out we probably had to buy tickets again From uh, Belgium, once we get to Brussels, Brussels to London, you had to reserve seats for whatever whatever reason. So if anybody's listening to this podcast and going to travel to Europe and get a year rail pass, pass, just know that you really most likely won't have reserved seats, but know that it usually doesn't fuck you up, but it can. And that's exactly what happened from uh, Munich to Prague. We get on the train. It's fine. We, all, we found seats pretty quickly. Uh, I think all, was it, I believe all four of us were just the ones where we two and two, uh, you know, two of us facing the other two. So two of us are riding backwards. We're on the train. It's an easy trip. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it starts getting more crowded. I can't remember what city we're getting in uh, towards, but we're going from Munich to Prague. We're going east. I thought it was going to get a little more open, a little bit more relaxed. Was I wrong? I was dead wrong because it's Easter weekend. So a lot of people are probably going from wherever to wherever on Easter weekend. It's a good big Christian world. It's a big whitey world. Not a lot of color on this train. It's not the train to fucking Busan or that other, uh, what's that other train movie where it's like a microcosm or maybe a macrocosm of of what society has become, like the train up above. What the fuck is it called? Train to nowhere? Train to shit? Train to asshole? I don't remember. A fucking uh, doggy train? uh, A fucking uh, train? Run, uh, cool runnings with John Candy and the fucking Jamaican sled team. No toboggan team, whatever it was. No, I can't remember what the name of this, but I think they made it into a into a, 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 a serialized show as well, where the the caboose. No, it's the, is it the caboose at the end? Junk, moose caboose, uh, junk in the trunk, that's the end, right? Whatever the fuck is the engine. The very front cars of a train is kind of where these socialites live. This is where the rich live. This is where the one percenters live. Fuck, I got to look up this goddamn... I I don't want to look it up. I don't want to take the time. I don't have the time. My daughter's downstairs. I got to get through this podcast, all right? I got an hour. So the the front of the train and it goes it goes in order of, of like hierarchical order right status the 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 status of of humanity of, of 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 commerce I guess to a certain degree the demographics right demographically speaking in terms of economics so the front of the cars in the show or the movie turned into a show are the rich the one percenters then the second car still pretty elite but not quite the one percenters then you get the third car fourth car and it just goes down all the way until the end into the people who have nothing. The homeless, right? The depraved, the deprived, uh, the the mentally ill. You know, I I believe, I think I watched a fucking movie once. I don't know. Uh, And it's going through the snowy landscape. And this train, it doesn't make sense. This train just keeps going around. Like I said, it's a fucking metaphor for the world. It just keeps going around and around and around. There's no end. And of course, the people in the front have everything they need food, shelter warmth, whatever it might be, and then the people in the back have nothing. So what's going to happen? The people in the back are going to rise above. right? They're going to rise up, and they're going to try to go from uh, the fucking uh, tw- 25th cart car in the in the train and try to get to the, you know, sort of ransack the front of the train somehow. Bushwhack their way. And then, of course, there's a lot of social stuff going on. Like, oh, a rich guy wants to go back into the back, and a poor guy wants to fuck the rich whore. You know, the conductor is uh, beating off and eating Slim Jims with fucking Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know what's going on. But uh, that's what it was. That, the, the, the Prague, the Prague, the train to Prague. That it was like the train to Prague, San. Right? If you ever saw the, the zombie movie Train to Busan, it, it, it became that. And we were we were comfortable. we were at ease. My daughter was sleeping. She was just uh, not even really watching her episodes or movies. You know, she wanted to sleep, and she was. And then the train was slowly starting to get more crowded. More and more, like I said, we're in, the, we're in the lap of luxury. We're in comfort zone. And all of a sudden, okay, more people stop off or get on. We stop at another uh, uh, train station. More people get on. Okay, starting to get busy. And I've always had this, I had this fear since a fucking Heinrich Himmler, or whatever his name was in Munich, was trying to kick us off the train for not having the right QR code on our phone. You know, I, I had that at the back of my brain. I'm like, oh, shit, someone's going to steal our seat. Someone's going to come. They're going to have a fucking reservation. They're going to take our seat. And what happened? What happened right around a little bit, maybe a couple, an hour before Pilsen, uh, where Pilsner was and Pilsner beer was invented? What happened around this fucking city? I don't know what it was called. Probably somewhere still in Germany, I believe it was on the eastern border of Germany. We got we got slammed, and people were coming in. I'm like, ah, oh, motherfucker! And this one, there's only one girl. One girl said, "I'm th- I'm thirty. I have, I have, I have reservation." So she had the fucking out of all this, all, every goddamn car. It's like the movie I was just talking about that like kind of turned into a show. Help me. What are the fuck, what the hell is the show called? Anyways, um, she, out of all the cars, out of every single car that we got on, out of all the seats that we chose, this one woman got my, has my daughter's seat. She doesn't show us a reservation. She doesn't have to, right? She just says a reservation. And I'm wondering, I'm like, Does, did what? So she gets up. All right, and I'm like, no, fuck it, I'll get up. You, my daughter, my wife, and my son, they're still fine. I got up. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go walk. I'll stand in between cars, right? I'll eventually go ransack to the front and diddle a fucking rich whore with some uh, uh, um, uh, pearl necklace on. Like, I'll give her a pearl necklace, right? That's what I, that's what I'm envisioning. That's what I'm um, fantasizing about. So I just go in between cars. I'm drinking my beer. I'm having fun watching the beautiful landscape bo- go by of eastern Germany. It's not yet overly crowded. There's a couple of guys I had to sneak by. These, these fucking guys got on, and I kind of envied them, but also hated them at the same time. There's a group of, like, six young people that came on I'd say, 25, or around 20, 25 years old, something like that. No older than 25. And they bring bringing in a crate of beer. Not like a couple of bottles, a crate, and I'm the douchebag that goes to a train station liquor store to buy like t- a couple of bottles just for the train ride. They're bringing in a fucking crate, so this it's their equivalency to a case, I believe, right? So, and they use the crate, they don't have seats either, mind you. A couple of them were able to find a few seats, but when these guys don't find seats, and like I said, envy and hate all at the same time, you know, I want to be friendly to them, but I also want to kick them in the balls and the puss. But what I'm what I see, they're, they're using their crates to sit on the in the middle of the aisle, so their buddies are all they got seats. They gave it up to the women. Good for them, right? They, they, gave, they, they show that women can still have that uh, uh, feeling of, of, of being a 1950s woman, the, the purity of life back then, <coughs> right? They don't always have to be fucking uh, uh, progressive. They don't always have to say, oh, don't hold the door for me. I can hold it for myself or don't open it. I can open it for myself. I can make my own money. We can have separate bank accounts. No, they could still be like, oh, ooh, you'll t-. and they'll still do that. They'll still fucking, I don't need the door hold, hold, held open for me. I don't need you to be, a. I don't need you to, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a phrase. I don't need you to justify who I am. Don't cat call me. Don't tell me I could look good today. I don't need your justification, you fucking straight white cis male. No, but they'll take your seat. They gladly will take your seat if it's offered to them. I don't think once in my life, uh, my wife, God love her. Right? I don't think once in my wife, my, I don't think she would ever be like, nah, you sit down. I, I'm giving up the fucking seat, because that's what I do. That's what men do, right? They should do. <laughs> and I think that's still part of our play in society, even though they won't say it. But anyways, the chicks take the seat, but the dudes are sitting on a fucking crate of beer. They got a cork up their asshole, or uh, 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 a sharp uh, fucking open, uh, uh, beer top, whatever they have in the fucking Europe, a swing top. I don't know what it is. I think, Groll, she, I think it probably had a Grolsch. Six pack, even though I did probably never even sniffed a Grolsch or tasted one. It was probably fucking. It was probably outdated and bad that my brother bought from a, a place called Samba's Liquor that always had outdated fucking skunky tasting beer back in 1994. But I'm sure I stapled that to the ceiling. The fuck, the the goddamn not cotton candy ceiling, the cottage cheese ceiling that we had in my garage. The quintessential like 1970s asbestos ceiling in the garage. I think I probably stapled a, a gross six pack up there and be like, I will aspire to that. Josh, this is your goal in life. is to just drink and, and, and die right in the pub. in the, my, my hometown, in my garage of Ramona, California. Um, but I'm just enjoying my beer, right? And these guys in the crates, I'm like, ah, I should ask them for a beer. I should, I, be, I should befriend these people. They seem to know what to do. They seem to know how to have fun. And they're just talking like, oi, oi, oi. And they say, I know this, they're, they're German. I don't, Deutschland, Deutsch, Deutsch. <laughs> That's what they're saying. You know, I, I think, I don't know what they were. German, they're white, all right? They're fucking white. So if I was Hitler, I'd be like, would you like to join my club? Uh, would you like to come to the pub? You know, I, I, would, I, would, I would bring them in. Right, they would see my Queers poster and they, they would run. And the Queers weren't a gay band, mind you. They were a pop punk band that I've seen a couple of times live. And you know they're just a very poppy punk. But if they would see them, what is this, the Queers? Not you queer fucking faggot. And that's what they would say as as Germans, um, because there's no gay people in Germany, even though they really like tight leather, and they like those like. <laughs> that they like that music, don't they Sorry that was a little too loud I just spit all over my no. um so that's what they like the loose fire don't't don't whenever that fucking stupid song I got the fire starter I knocked bonus then what's called they like those fucking songs not gay at all they're not hiding anything. Right? They're not trying to, uh, um, with their, with their uh, past history, you know, and, and, they're, and they're now uh, very, very uh, Judas Priest-looking uh, leather, they're not really trying to assume any role, I don't think. Um, so anyways, these guys are in these crates. Like I said, I have this sort of weird thing where I'm like, God damn, that fucking looks fun. And at the same time, I'm stuck here in a train with my family, but they're like, fuck, assholes. Why do they have to be young and vibrant and sitting on a crate of fucking German beer? Reinheisk about beer, right? German purity laws, right? What do I, what, what did I do? I bought beers in a fucking train station with a sick daughter and a son uh, who's looking forward to drinking more beer. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on. My wife who cares, you know, what is she, is she, is she excited? I'm like, oh, they have Pilsner Urkel. Have you had Pilsner Urkel before? Did you know the Pilsen? Is the, that's the birthplace of Pilsen? Like, I don't give a fuck. She doesn't care. Uh, maybe she does. I don't know. But we're on the train. So I go into the little uh, in-between cars, right? I'm having my moment here. And I just like, all right, just, you know, it's fine. I got this bitch. I, gotta, I should go ask that chick for her. She was kind of like pseudo hot, kind of like Eastern European hot, if I believe. Or at least that's a fantasy I have in my head, the vision I have. So I should have like, I should have seen her fucking ticket. You could just go over there as anybody and especially a chick and you'd be like oh, my, my seat and anybody's gonna get up but i'm my daughter's like no 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 you get okay take, take the seat right um okay so i drink a beer take a piss whatever and like, all right I'll go back to the thing and like i don't know where to sit there's not a lot of seats there's like one way up front one way out back of this one car so i'm just kind of milling around so luckily, I see another stop coming on, uh, and I'm like, all right, I need to go sit down because it could get even busier. So I go and kind of just stand, sit, whatever, What I'm trying to find a seat here and there, get up, stand, find a seat for a second, and then more people start coming on, and more people start coming on, and pretty soon, there are no fucking seats available. There's so many people that are coming into the aisles that we don't have an actual section to even stand up on. I don't know if you guys have been in this situation before, but when you're actually when you're like on a, a, a subway, you know, if you're uh, stuck in some sort of, uh, I guess, mode of transportation like that—the L train in Chicago, uh, the BART in San Francisco, the 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 subway in London and New York—you know, those st- you're not going to be on the tr- subway forever. like a 20, 25 minute at the most, right? Because those cities, you know, a subway system is going to take you throughout the entire city within an hour probably. Maybe not the outskirts, but within where you want to go as a traveler, as a tourist. So I know, oh shit, all right, when you're on a subway, you're only stuck for like 15, 20 minutes in a sardine can. In an airplane, I think they have policies most likely where you can't get get a fucking ticket or if you don't have a ticket, you don't just stand in the aisles. You don't sit in the aisles. You don't sleep in the aisles. And I remember this from years ago. Traveling with just my wife, you know, 2015 or whatever it was, I remember going on trains and kind of having to step over people for the people who weren't able to get a ticket or a seat, excuse me. And they were just kind of, they didn't have reservations for a seat. So they just kind of have to sit wherever you can, which is fine. Right, it looks a little vagabondy. It looks a little destitute, but they're the people are normal looking. These aren't bums going from like uh, Denmark to Berlin, right, or whatever it was that we're on, or Denmark to uh, Copenhagen to to uh, Stockholm. It wasn't. You could tell these are these just travelers. These are just young, vibrant, or old and and, and uh, uh, a little less uh, uh, rich than the people in the front car. Right, the people in the first class car, because we're class two people, right. In the airplane, like I said, it would be lovely to get first class. It would be lovely to be class one on a train ticket. But we're not. Right? We're class two. So class two, got to have to put up with. Shit, people might be in the aisles on a train. I don't know if you guys knew that. But on these trains in Europe, people get a little bit. I don't think they give a fuck. Whoever is running. And that's why that train movie. I got to look it up. The train movie. And the train. Fuck it. Goddamn it. Hold on. I got to pause this shit. I have to look up this movie. Hold on. All right. I'm back. Snow Piercer survivors of Earth's second ice age live out their days on a luxury train that plows through snow and ice. The train's poorest residents who live in the squalid caboose plan to improve their lot by taking over the engine room. Fuck, see? see, I had, So that's what this train is becoming. So the, peep, the higher ups of the year rail system or whoever owns fucking U-Train uh, uh, um, uh, or whatever the fuck it was. No, what, what was it? We're on some, I don't know. It was a nice train. The, tra- the trains in Germany are always nice. I, 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 I like them, right? There's a little uh, a car where you can get booze. You can bring booze on, like I mentioned. But in this case, they don't give a fuck how many tickets they sell. I don't think they look at the actual tickets compared to how many seats they have on these trains. Because by the time I luckily took a piss and came back to where my wife and daughter were uh, sitting and my son was across the aisle from them, there was no seat available. And I was luckily there next to my daughter and she's small enough where I could like scooch her over. She's sitting in the middle of the two seats. My wife is at the window and I'm at the aisle. And by the time... We leave from this station going towards Prague. You can't fucking move. I am shoulder to shoulder with some douchebag Prague idiot, Czech idiot, uh, sitting right or sta- standing in the aisle. I'm fucking I'm I'm nose to crotch with with uh, some smelly Eastern European. <coughs> there was a bunch of young guys getting on. And you could tell like they don't have tickets. And I was just fearing the entire time someone's gonna catch eyes with me. Someone, some pasty, kind of hot. You could tell she was a human. She was human trafficked at some point. She escaped. You know she's tougher than she looks. She's thin, sure, a little malnourished, but she's tougher than she looks. You know you could kind of she's almost a little bit like nearly translucent. You know her skin. You could just see a little bit of the blue veins at her temple, a little bit at her cheek. You know you could tell her her parents were, had struggle putting food on the table. You know they, they only had a small crop of potatoes in the in the in the, in the allotment of land that the chancellor of, of uh, burgundy gave them or whatever that's in France anyways but you know you can tell but you you could tell she has a hardness about her she she, she the the elements have, have, have taken her soul they've they've given her a little bit of darkness and grit in the inside of her organs and so i was just waiting for one of those bitches to like lock eyes on me and be like i have seat? I have your, I had seat, and you know, my, oh, mother. but they were, I wasn't making, I wasn't making eye contact with anybody, I could tell people were looking at me like, these oh, posh, fucking American cunt, and these like, doughy-eyed, doughboy-looking fucking Czech Republic dudes, they're, you know, speaking Czech, which is fine, but they were just, like, looking at me, and I look up, I catch eyes with them every once in a while, I look up again, I'm like, what, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm pinned, we're all pinned, and of course, I look over at my son, he's just sitting there watching his fucking TV, I'm like, do you mind, man, could, do you even notice what's going on here? So I wish I was it. And my daughter, luckily, was she was asleep. And my my wife is just kind of wide-eyed, looking at the back of the seat, looking at her phone. She's like, what do we do? I'm, I don't know. What if we had to piss? What if there was a – every every train we had had a, like a little pseudo-hammer tool of some kind that you would break through the fucking window if you needed to, like some crazy New York subway man was attacking. He he traveled from the, the depths of, of, of the boroughs of Brooklyn or Queens, or the Bronx, probably the Bronx. But he came all the way to London. Then he traveled from London all the way to Prague. He's on the same train with us. And he got on somehow. The fucking Himmler Nazi man, he didn't look for his QR code because he was a person of color, let's just say. Let's just say. We're just playing games here. But let's just say, or let's just say he wasn't. Maybe he was dirty enough. He hasn't showered in months, and then maybe someone thought he's someone of color. I cannot ask him for a QR code. I will be on Twitter. I'll go viral the next day as a new Karen, right? I'm a male. I don't give a shit. I'm still a Karen. I'm white. I live in Germany, right? I I can't ask this person for his QR. So somehow this man makes it there. And let's just say he goes batshit crazy in this very tight fucking uh, sardine of, of humanity Right, we're just all locked, shoulder to shoulder, lock, stock, and fucking cum and ball sweat and pussy juices. Just like we're all like melding into one smell, you know. It's like the walk. There's no, there's no fucking air on a train. You can't open the windows when you're going 150 miles an hour, or whatever it is, 120 kilometers, whatever it is. It's we're stuck and it's just like swampy. I can't see my crate people anymore. I can't see my crate check uh, men and women. Who are nice enough to give their seats to the lovely Czech ladies who look like the, the the hardened, translucent woman that is gonna take my child's seat? I can't see them anymore. Their crates are gone. I don't know what they did with their crates. That's <coughs> still a mystery to me. What do these people do with their fucking crates of beer? Do they have to give them away? Do they have to tuck them under a seat? They're crates. You know, like a, a fucking plastic crate, <coughs> it's not foldable. There's no really, there's not a lot of room on a train. All the luggage racks up above are taken. All people have backpacks on their fuck. People are sitting on their luggage now. The doughy fat fucking uh 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 stone cold looking motherfucker. I don't know what he looked like, but you know the uh, uh not the stone cold sto. Who's a doughy wrestler? Fucking uh, uh the million dollar man. No, who's the other, Ric Flair? No, with, had some doughy uh, male uh, fucking uh, George the Animal Steel. I don't know what he looked like. He looked like a young version of some doughy wrestler. And his tall, goofy friend, skinny, you know, they're just standing there. They're sitting on their luggage. They're just sitting. So the crate people have been replaced by the luggage people. The village people are there. You got fucking the, the Indian, you know, he's, he's uh, culturally appropriating. He, he's the crazy man that came from the Bronx. And what if he just went like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if he, what if he fuck, fucking went crazy? <laughs> and what if someone went crazy on that train? Yeah, they have like, these little hammer fucking knuckle tools that would break the plexiglass or whatever it is on a train to escape if there was a fire or mayhem uh, sparking up around you. But I don't know if we could... I, could I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have swinging room. That's how tight we were at this thing. I would grab the little hammer tool and be like, I can't swing. I'd would, I would have to use my wife's, my wife's head. <coughs> my wife's head to fucking punch through the glass. I would just take all my life's frustration out on her on her dome I'd be like I'm doing this for us honey I'm doing this for, this for, for us sweetie you know I'll just try to get my daughter' sleeping you know I'll just try to get fucking doughy eyed uh, 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 macho man is, is looking at me Once my seat Translucent bitch over there and eventually and eventually a plexiglass would fall out and we could escape and pour out into the countryside of eastern Germany um but then I was just like what if I, and I of course I open a beer again I'm like what am I doing what if I do? If we had to piss, there was no option. So I can't really paint the picture well enough. There was no option. You would have to crowd crawl over seats and heads, and I'd have to I'd have to teabag innocent women and children with my fucking balls, my veiny, veiny Larry David drooping balls, my Jew balls uh, would, would just go over seats. I would have to bushwhack through the aisle. There was no way to nowhere to go. And if people happened to be taking a shit at that moment, at that stop, and they came back, there was no getting to their seat. Some people tried. I saw some woman uh, 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 malnourished, maybe not her, but another one, kind of. she squeezed by somehow. She slithered her way back to the, the bathroom. But luckily, like, my daughter didn't have to go. Luckily, my wife didn't have, I didn't have to go. My son was oblivious. I don't know if he was, but I look over. I'm like, do you see what's going on? I you, and he goes right back to his fucking uh, uh, anime or whatever the hell he's watching. So One of the, the 9,000 fucking episode of Hougagata. Know, whatever the fuck it fucking might be. Some Japanese anime or some shit. I don't know. I, don't, I can't keep up with all this shit. But well, I don't know. So is that ethical? What would happen? I have no idea. But, but like I said, what if there's some fucking loon on there? What if there's some crazy person? I don't know what we would do. We'd be trapped. So it would be like the perfect terrorist situation. I mean, hey, let's get a. Tra- I mean, a train in Prague on its way to Prague is not going to get blown up. Nobody gives a fuck about Czech Republic. <coughs> nobody, ca- nobody knows what about what's it about. It's white. It's too white. and It's not American. So no one's going to bomb a train. But Jesus Christ, you're not going to have any fight back. You're not going to have any fucking United ninety three on this uh, goddamn train to, to Prague from destination Munich. It's not going to happen. But it's like a perfect storm. It's a perfect situation. But yeah, I don't know. So we get to Prague, finally. And then, you know, it's it's, it's usual. The the usual hustle and bustle of getting to a new place. Uh, Get a Grab, or not a Grab, what are they fucking called? I can't remember. I mentioned it last time. Their version of Uber. Find that guy. He takes us to our Airbnb. And the Airbnb is proper. It's nice. We're in, a, we're in a decent area. Again, it's about 20 minutes away from Old Town, which we know is going to be the place where we're going to go to probably pretty much every day. But it's only a 20-minute walk through a beautiful park. And it's funny about Airbnbs. Again, we're going from a hotel in uh, uh, Paris and Strasbourg for the night, to an Airbnb. So kind of a, a weird juxtaposition there, from a hotel, budge hotel, which was decent enough, to uh, a more of an Airbnb where we have amenities. We have a washer and dryer, or a washer, washing machine. And this is what I don't get about fucking Europe. <clears throat> the whole washing machine situation, there's no dryer. These, these aren't warm lands. When I went to Thailand years ago, it was the same thing. We had an Airbnb with washing machines, but there was no dryer. It doesn't dry, and it's supposed to be an all-in-one encompassing sort of machine, <coughs> but it's not. It's a it's a it's a washing machine that I don't think it has a dryer. So in Thailand we had to dry our shit, but it's so humid there, nothing dried. We just had to pack moist, wet, damp clothes. But in Europe, I'm like, okay, it's good. Well, but the same thing. I thought they were a dryer. I thought white culture, dryer. Come on. Brown culture, no dryer. That makes sense to me. Does it make sense to you? I don't know why I put those two together, but it makes sense. But there is no dryer. So we have to do the same thing that we did in Aix-en-Provence. We had to uh, do our laundry and just they had this rack and we just kind of laid it out later. Then it, it all dried well. But it's funny about Airbnbs, we had to meet the Airbnb owner, their son. And this is an Airbnb owner that is a little bit, I'd say, nice, never met her. Her son was nice, probably around 40 years old. Nice man, spoke English well, gave us a sort of a good tutorial of, of the flat, of the apartment. Gave us some uh, recommendations for uh, restaurants and what, what we should be doing, how long it takes to get to Old Town, Charles Bridge, the river, you know, all the shit, the castle up on the hill, you know. So he gives us a nice overview, but it, it's, it's, it's sometimes a little too much. Would you get a little too much? When in, in Aix-en-Provence, we never saw the lady, we never saw the bitch. We, we, we had that fucking lock debacle, if you guys remember for, from a couple episodes ago. My, my, we couldn't figure out the lock box for a little bit. Then I used my macho Josh instincts just to click and open the and then ah, there's the fucking key, right? But in this case we have to meet the dude and you know we're not we're, we're, we're not late, but we're not early in what we said. And my wife has a person's uh, contact on Airbnb website or whatever. I'm not dealing with it. I don't deal with this shit. <clears throat> so she's able to tell the woman, oh, we're not you know we're, we're gonna be a little bit later than usual that was than what we said. The train came in a little bit uh, late. My husband's nose was right in the crotch of a, of a, of a, a sauerkraut smelling uh, uh, fucking uh, sour, a little bit sour. Not because of the sauerkraut, but there's like another twinge of sourness there. Maybe some other sort of cabbage dish, maybe some sort of mustard and, and, some, and, some, and some pork, some, 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 some deeply fried pork smell just right in his face. And the man looked like some sort of like young wrestler, but he can't think of the baby, maybe a Bobby the Brain Heenan or, or Gene, what was the Gene guy, the, the announcer? You know, just like the, right, and he just, he just had to, he had to sniff it all for like two hours, two and a half hours for the last stretch through, through uh, uh, Czech Republic into Prague. So we're going to be a little bit late. We get there, apologize, it's fine. He shows us the flat, easy peasy. <clears throat> we we look around cool let my daughter rest then we take a walk we go eat we found this nice little pub down the way from uh, from our uh, um airbnb we get good food order way too much we know we have a refrigerator and then now it's just going to be pilsner urkel for the next couple of days just just it's just like water it just flows like water just flows absolutely like water now hold on i gotta fucking cough Jesus, I gotta get my fucking more schmegma in my throat to to lube it up, to freshen my 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 uh, pipes here. Uh, but yeah, well, well, you know, we had a, look. It's not, It's nice. It's nice to get settled again. And then, like I said, Prague the the <clears throat> the beer flows like just it's everywhere. And I think Pilsner Urquell is only like four four point four percent something like that. So you could drink it all day. Take a little walk, and it's it's it just it just filters right through you. And I mentioned this, I don't get hung over on trips very often. Um, but we had, a, we had a nice dinner in this sort of uh, uh, downstairs, underground, very dark, very woodsy. Kind of, you know, the, the, uh, the woman is apologizing for not speaking English well. You know, we're going from, we went from like, uh, hey uh, fucking British uh, language, uh, English, to, to French, you know, then to German. And then now to Czech, which is just what? We don't know anything. You know, we tried to look up some some words. I try to look up "thank you." I try to say "please." I try to have what is this? You know, I don't know any of the fucking. Words. I can't. Nothing's retaining. You know, this is this is like two weeks into our trip now, and nothing has retained. I've retained no information, no cognizance of the Czech language. Beautiful language, right? Uh, very Russian, obviously sounding, you know, Eastern European. But I can't. I can't retain it. If she's apologizing to us, so now I'm like, I'm in my homeland again. A woman. Fairly kind of translucent in that sort of dark dungeonous uh, um, a pub that we're in, you know, but not the best looking in the world, but very eastern, you know. Like I said, she's maybe cousin of the of the of the <clears throat> the very hard scrabbled life woman on the train who was trying to escape her her pitiless parents. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it, anyways, I like I like I like it. I like the um, humility. I guess the beers were cheap. The food wasn't. The food was normal, but the beers were cheap. You know, I can go, I can live in life. I could live in a place where I could spend like three euros, you know, around three dollars for a beer, a nice pint, like a proper pint. And they have something in Czech Republic that is weird. And this is for the beer people out there, the five listeners, I'm sure you're all alcoholics or pseudo-alcoholics like me. But in the Czech Republic, they had something that I noticed. You can you can order a whole beer, like a pint, a proper pint. But then they also had something like milk or milk. I don't milk milk. I don't know. I don't know the fucking language. But there's something you can get like half a pint and then half foam. And then there's something you can get like a like an ounce of beer and then all foam. I don't understand. I don't. Is that a joke? Is that something that like haha? These fucking westerners, man. You could order a pint for. But do people want to just just foam? I don't know. That is something I have to look up and something I didn't fully understand and something I saw all the time through Prague. So anyway, we eat there. In my head, the whole time, my daughter's sick. You know, she relaxes a little bit at the Airbnb like before we went and ate. She's feeling better. She's coming out of it. She's going to be better by the next day, obviously, when we're going through a little bit more Prague proper. You know, so we're just, it just comes down to it's a good city. And, but we have Airbnb. So, of course, when I'm on the train getting fucking uh, uh, pushed to the side by the goddamn uh, uh, Bumblebee Brothers, the fucking old wrestlers or the Iron Sheik's cocks right in my face. you know, uh, uh, I'm just thinking like, oh, there's, there's a room. We're at an Airbnb. My wife and I can, fuck, we can be alone. We, this is it. We have a lock on the door, most likely. We have a bedroom. The kids can zone out. Yes. We went from the Exxon Provence. Yeah. A little bit of time there. Zero time in uh, Munich because I was sick and it wouldn't happen anyways. Nothing in Strasbourg. Even though we had a separate room, but it would have been creepy. A little bit uh, too close a proximity. Now to Prague, but you know what? Didn't happen. Didn't fucking happen in Prague. The 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 flat was nice. Maybe a little too too much information from the man letting us in, but it was nice. No lock on the door though. Our daughter was still kind of like up and down for the first day or so. So, She slept with us too. Can't do that. Can't do that. We didn't have enough room. Like I said, it was a nice apartment. Plenty of room from everybody for everybody. Bathroom was fine. There was a bidet. I was able to squirt hot, beautiful water at my asshole, and like, woo, yeah. See how the how the privilege lived. See how the people in in, in the in the front of the train live in Snowpiercer. They get hot steam and 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 woman's tongue just like lapping up their shit-covered orifice. You know, it's beautiful, beautiful. So we had it all, except that we had all my daughter and wife and myself had to sleep in bed all together. Not gonna happen. So Prague was a dud, is a wah-wah, you know, in that in the sexual fornication. The place of Franz Kafka, right? I think that he was from Prague. The place of Franz Kafka, the man who re- read Mort- Metamorphosis, a story I still remember and resonates with me to this day as a pseudo-writer, someone who still writes but, you know, needs to write more. Some, uh, a man, Gregor Sampson, I believe his name was in the story, who just wakes up one day from his mundane workaday, shitty life, and he's a cockroach. He just turned into a bug overnight. I remember that story from when I was like 20, 20-something years old. I'm like, that's a fucking story right there. Franz Kafka, the man who writes stories like this. I can't fuck in this city. In, in and probably, in, in probably a, I can't fornicate with anybody. Not the translucent train whore. Not the, the, the humble woman who doesn't speak English in fucking Uhu Pub or whatever it was called. Who served my wife for some reason green beer? I don't know why they had green beer for Easter. It's almost Easter. I didn't know that was a thing. But in all this, le- in, in the beautiful city of Prague, in the old town, all this architecture, semi Gothic. They call it Baroque. I don't know what that means. But we, there's pork smells in the air. There's mold wine in the morning. We had that the next morning without with zero fornication. We walk from our beautiful airbnb with a little too much information and, and, and someone who's a little bit too on top of things but we go from there and we walk through this beautiful park just down the hill nice crisp weather 40 degrees 42 degrees proper you know what 10, nine degrees <clears throat> seven degrees celsius whatever the fuck it is you know my daughter is feeling better now has a little more skip to her step and that we're we're in eastern germany a place i've always wanted to visit I'm like, oh yes and just like i said the cobble line streets it's busy it's vibrant it's cold we get like a donut on a stick or some shit. I don't know what it's called. It had chocolate all over. It's too messy. I see mold wine. Nine in the morning. I'm getting fucking mold wine. My wife had mold wine. Again, no side eyes from drinking in the morning. No one gives a fuck. They're serving it. They're selling it. My son wants a cider. He thinks it's alcoholic. We buy it for him. Has zero alcohol. But he still drinks it. You know, we're walking around. We go into gift shops. I don't care anymore. I buy a shirt. I buy my son a shirt. I'm happy. We buy a fucking magnet. <clears throat> Was still, in a city where a man wrote about a cockroach, a story that has influenced me to this day, no sex, zero, the entire time in Eastern Europe, where like, where human trafficking was invented, wasn't it? I don't know, Mexico, or was it Eastern Europe, where you can buy brides? The fucking, the, the president's wife was a bride, like a stolen bride, wasn't she? Isn't that the story? Supposedly, or he had money. This is a place where money rules. I'm American with bad teeth, and no, like no, no hope, no future. But I can still get like fucking. I can't. I, I can't get one Eastern European broad. I can't even get my wife. I can't even get my wife at an Airbnb. With too much information. Nice, it's nice. If I'm gonna leave a review, which I never will, but if I was gonna leave a review, and I'm talking to the side of the microphone like I'm talking to so if I was going to leave a review, I would put a little too. We don't need that much. We don't need you to hang around that much. Yeah, it's nice. Thank you, thank you. We'll we'll clean the apartment. Yes. Um, what's crazy though, the whole thing that was crazy about uh uh, uh Prague was just the ease of obviously getting there, uh, the ease of walking around. But what was a little bit weird was that I met up with someone I knew in high school. Out of all places in the world, all the places I can go in the world, I don't get on Facebook very often, but I saw, I was on Facebook one time, and I saw this guy I went to high school with, a friend of mine, a guy I was in band, a band with at some point, <clears throat> someone who would come over to the pub, someone who, to a, who could attest to the, the, the luxury, but the, 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 the smell of sort of losing a little bit in that, in that garage, um, with the fucking beer signs on the wall. Uh, out of all play, I saw he was in Prague at the same time we were so I Facebook messaged him and he's like oh yeah I'm here let's meet up so we fucking meet up I haven't seen this guy I'm 44 years old he's probably 44, 45 as well same grade class of 96 go Bulldogs fuck yeah but uh, um, we meet I haven't seen him in 25 years or whatever it's been you know it's a long time at least 20 years maybe he went to see a show or two of mine one or two of my shows when I was in the early 20s. I don't know can't remember. But of all the places we met up with, yeah, there he is. There he is. And we met up with him. And we went and fucking went to a restaurant, went and got some beers. Just out of all the places. This is why travel is so great. You know, you, you see someone you see someone that you haven't seen in 25, but you find him there. And he was there for Easter. He was looking at a bunch of the churches, of course. <clears throat> and just kind of look, going around like I was. But just an odd place uh, to, to, to see someone you went to high school with. Um, but, so, Prague, in, like, a, if I'm going to be sort of an a, a adventure writer, a travel writer, a travel blogger, vlogger, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you know, it's basically too much pork without the porking. I wouldn't say there's too much pork in Prague, but the Eastern Europeans, they like their fucking swine, man. They like that, but, and, like, the, the essence of pork is in the air, but, again, no porking for me. No, no fucking no, no sausage in, in, into the meat curtains. Uh, if you get, do you guys get my gist here, you get my meat metaphor? Doesn't happen. Cock blocked again in Prague. Too much pork minus the pork in. Uh But I met up with my friend uh, Nick. We walked around, like I said, we all walked around together. you know my wife doesn't know who he is. My kids don't know who he is, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. We're in a different place, a different zone and we kind of oh yeah nothing nothing much was different. Nothing changed. We got older. We went on, we got jobs. You know, moved different places, what have you. Went to college. Nothing changed, though. Nothing changed. It seemed like the same old guy. Uh, It was weird, though, that there was a little bit of wokeness in Prague. Very busy city at that time. I think, you know, obviously... Early April, Easter, all that shit, you know, the weather's warming, even though it's still cold. There's a lot of people going across Charles Bridge and going across the River or whatever, and then going up to see the castle. Very vibrant, very busy, and I wasn't getting upset with the busyness, because it wasn't as busy as like Paris or London, uh, uh, not even as much as Munich, because it's a smaller city, but it's a little bit more of a... a, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Condensed city. So sometimes you do have to like fucking we- weasel your way around these sort of small city streets. That's where we had the fucking duck, uh, duck store debacle. That's where my daughter bought a little tiny small duck. And think of like a duck the size of a <clears throat> not a, like a large rubber ducky that you initially visualized when you're a kid taking a bath with a duck, but like a, a size smaller than that, pretty small. 10 euros for this. She called them King Quackers, so I can't get mad at her. But I could get mad at everybody else for going to the fucking duck store while I'm waiting outside in Prague. I just want another Pilsner Urkel. That's all I want. I just That's all I want. I just want to go and drink and walk around and eat some pork shit and, uh, and, and, and dream about porking. Anything. It doesn't even matter what it is right now. I saw a Thai massage place. I'm like, I got to go in there. Not for a fucking massage, obviously. And I'm sure no one Thai even works there. I'm sure that's where the human trafficking began. In Prague, down the street, near the Charles Bridge, was saying fucking Thai Massage. I love Thai Massage. A big sign, like a flag, hanging out of a window, second-story window, with some creepy-looking mannequin in, like, a donkey mask or some shit. Or no, like a gorilla mask, I believe, just hanging out the window saying, I heart Thai Massage. I was about to do a fucking beeline right there, outside of the duck store, to get blown. All right? I don't care if my wife knew it. I don't care if my children knew it. I don't care if the whole fucking world... If I don't care if I was in one of those... Goddamn, uh, 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 Amsterdam, red lit uh, uh, kiosks or whatever they are. The streets where the fucking red light. I don't care if I was just getting blown there. All right, I'm in mean, Prague, Eastern Europe. I deserve it. Um But it got a little. It was a little woke. There's a lot of signs: "Stand with Ukraine," "Fuck Putin," "Stand with Ukraine." Again, just the whole that whole idea. I'm not saying woke is like a is it bad? I don't even know what that word means anymore. But the idea of just like do we need? I know they're close. They're in proximity to Ukraine, much more so than we fucking are way over here, which we're way more over overdone with that shit with the flag waving of Ukraine. Hey, let's send another three billion dollars over there, shall we? Uh, when we can't even fucking uh, how we can't even get a pothole fixed. Hey, let's go send send more uh, nineteen armored tanks that cost a hundred trillion or whatever it might be three billion dollars. Uh, probably more than that. Maybe it's trillion. Is it trillion? I don't know what it is. But it's probably going towards the trillion now at some point. Or it already, already has. But they don't have that sort of mega machine of, of the military military in, industrial complex. So I, I understand. I understand they don't want fucking uh, 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 Russia to invade them. I get it. But do we need signs everywhere? Do signs do anything? I don't know. But I saw it. And no one's probably doing anything over there either. All these young cunts will fucking say, stand with Ukraine. They're not doing anything. They're getting time massages. They're porking someone when I'm not. I'm jealous. I'm sure the crate boys from the train are fucking their chicks with their goddamn crates, with their big bottles of booze that I f- failed to, to uh, 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 somehow, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Procure. Why couldn't I procure a bottle? Is that a word? Manicure? Whatever it might be. You know what? They're probably fucking, they're... they're their finger in their wives or their girlfriend, wherever they are a 22 year old snatches with these big bottles of fucking Ryan They're sticking their Ryan house to get about and someone else. I'm not, um, they have Budweiser in Prague. Did you guys know that actual Budweiser? I saw it at a liquor store the first night. I'm like, I can't buy that. I went in there with my son. He was buying ho-hos or some shit. He was probably buying a hoe without me even knowing it. But, uh, he was buying something I don't know what the fuck he's buying but he was getting something I was getting beer of course so getting like a grab bag of beer got to get a six pack of pilsner urkel proper fucking pint of uh, 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 cans got that got a couple other ones I've never heard of before then I'm like Budweiser it says Bud and it's kind of the color of a Budweiser but it's not and they're in bottles and they're in green bottles so I'm like hmm is this this I can't I can't drink Budweiser I already had a fucking Budweiser in Paris without even ordering it didn't know I was ordering a Bud, the stupid fucking waitress. Oh, oh, wee, 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 uh, whatever. We oh, Budweiser. Yeah, I'll take a beer. Is it a Budweiser? No, 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 Budweiser. Fucking Budweiser. But I, So I don't get it. And then I talked to my friend who I met up from high school. And he's like, oh, no, have you had Budweiser yet? I'm like, no. He's all, I don't know. Budweiser totally stole the check. Budweiser It's good. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I had to go buy Budweiser. I was drinking Budweiser and Pilsner Urkel all over the place. Beautiful. So now I won't. Buy, I I can't buy Budweiser here. It's not the trans thing. It's not the Miller Lite thing I talked about last week. It's not that at all. It's because Prague s- built their empire on beer. They built their entire uh, world on beer, and they started it with Budweiser. There's no fucking Clydesdales. There's no trans activists trying to sell Bud Light. There's no kid rocks getting upset and shooting cases and cases and like hundreds of dollars worth of beer with their AK 47 or AR 15. There's none of that over there. It's Prague. It's pork without the porking. It's Pilsner Urkel. There's absinthe. They still like to have fun. It's jovial. It's vibrant. You could smell the pork, but you cannot smell the meaty flesh curtains, or at least I couldn't, and I wish I had.